Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Good morning or good afternoon. Man, I've already gone into the, I missed the whole morning. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> we are so happy to have you here. My name is Allison Mancini, the holistic nutritionist. And I am Julieta, the magical PT. And we want to welcome you all to our Voices of the Goddess podcast, where we uh, interview other women to help them share their magic tools that they use to be the goddesses that they are and help support you in becoming the goddess you are meant to be. Today, we are joined by my fellow physical therapist and good friend, Vicki Darvo. Welcome, Hello. welcome. Can you, you please tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes. So my original training is as a physical therapist for over 26 years now, but I've always been passionate about helping people heal and always been curious of the origin of things, which I got frustrated with modern medicine because we seem to put a bandaid on everything and not ask ourselves where it comes from. So having issues myself, to name a few, um, I healed my endometriosis, skin cancer, which wasn't a pretty one, needed surgery. We were able to heal it. Um, cystic acne, burnout, depression, name it. At some point, I thought God was trying to teach me a lesson. You need to make sure you can do it for yourself before you help others. So I started very early using foods and herbs to heal myself. I'm also a Reiki healer. And uh, I'm also, I've been trained uh, in um, hypnotism. And I lived in three different countries, but right now I'm Canadian originally, and I've been living in Florida since 2001. You are an interesting woman, Vicki Darvo. <laughs> I know, I'm listening to her read all her credentials, and I'm like, we need to meet in person. Like. <laughs> I need to meet you in the real world. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And with this last year, um, I have drifted because I had the blessing of having COVID, which again, I thought it was a sign from the gods. Um, the five of us in my family had COVID. And my husband said, well, now we're going to see if your stuff really works. And I was, <laughs> I crossed my fingers and I said, I hope it does. And it sure, it did wonders. The plants healed us very well. So did the food. So the last year I've been focusing on helping people with what they call, they call, they, they've diagnosed it a long COVID. So basically people that have COVID, but the symptoms don't go away. They're stuck with fatigue, chronic joint pain, just to name a few. So the last year has uh, had me testing with herbs and plants and it it's working very well. I've done a lot of those and I'm happy to help people with that. Yay. All right. Are we ready to dive into the questions? Well, ready or not, here they come. 
So the first question is, Vicky, what is your superpower? So I would say I'm not sure I have any superpowers, but I know which superpower I would like to have. All right. And the superpower I would like to have, I would like to be invisible. So, <laughs> so I could go into important board meetings of major companies that work in health, just to name a few, let's say laundry detergent, and see how they go about to make their decisions because I've, I've learned through the years and what's hurting a lot of my patients is the products they use in their daily life. So I'm really curious to see what is motivating decision-making regarding health in this world right now. So if I could be a fly on the wall, I would be going into all these big businesses that make perfume, that make uh, air freshener, those famous plugs in, and all that good stuff. Yeah, those air freshener things drive me crazy, crazy. when I see them. I mean, hey, first of all, they like give me a headache. You Correct. Know, like my That's nose exactly burns, my do. eyes yep. burn. Um, but also just knowing how toxic they are and like why are people so obsessed with them? You know, that and like the, the like you said, laundry, like the, the fabric softeners and the dryer sheets and all of these things. It's just, I can't, sometimes I feel bad. Like sometimes I have clients come in and I can tell like they're washing yeah. their clothes with yeah. these things. And it's like, I really struggle to be with them for that hour just because the, it just burns. And, and they I'm don't like, realize. No one else feel that. <laughs> they don't realize they have their head on their pillow all night. Yeah. So they're inhaling it all night so it's a cumulative effect yeah that is so. why i use that is why i use essential oils now in a diffuser that's my favorite and it not all yes. yeah i have two diffusers in my office running essential oils all day and uh it just feels so lovely and peaceful to not have those chemical scents around so I, think but I like that in, invisibility. Um, so I do when, when I have to be somewhere that I don't want to be noticed, that I want to be invisible, like say traveling internationally, going through customs and immigration, I put on an imaginary invisibility cloak mm -hmm. and it works. Try it. It absolutely works, but I don't think it's going to allow me to make it to a board meeting. <laughs> Probably won't get you in a board meeting, but, but it truly is like it. If you are going someplace where you don't want to be noticed, you just put on your imaginary invisibility cloak. And it's been amazing to me, like how I've been completely ignored yeah no i haven't used it to try robbing a bank yet or anything like that but as my skills develop we'll see where i go with it <laughs> <laughs> let me keep us keep us informed <laughs> awesome okay question number two what is a book that has greatly influenced your life um i have them here so 
I love this one. Ask and it is given. Abraham Hicks. Love it. Yeah. I was actually just listening to um, Abraham on a YouTube before we started this um, this episode. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have that one. And my first one, my number one would have been this one, is the Bible of the Angels. Oh. But as much as I Googled it with the author, it, I had to order it from France. It there doesn't seem to be an English translation. No English version. So, français. Yeah, and and it, it you know it's a lot of pages in French to use your dictionary. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I might be able to get some of it. I je comprends un That's very good. <laughs> so what I really like about that one was. <clears throat> I even use it with my patient or friends and family to understand my family better because they give you your date of birth. You look and you see who your guardian angels are, what their names are, and really what you are, because they say they divided us on earth. We all have a mission and you see what you were born under and it just makes so much sense. And sometimes People have problems understanding their spouse, but when you read what they've come up, you know, like what we get triggered with, right? Some people, when they see another human being treated unfairly, um, they get very triggered and you're like, whoa, you know, why are you reacting so out of proportion? But when you read what they were born under, they were here to protect humans or nature or animals. This is how people get their drive to be so protective, let's say, of nature. You're really born under that star, if you could say. So it explains all of that in detail, and it's really nice to help you know yourself, clarify your mission on Earth. Um, and to when you pray the angels or talk to the angels, well, you have a name for them. It's really cool. Yeah. They're in, um, probably not on the same... Um, not the same framework of the, of the the Bible of the angels, but there are there are a lot of resources in English about the different angels and what their what their roles are. And um, one of my favorites is Chamuel, who's the angel of lost things. So <laughs> you can't find something, and it's like, hey, Chamuel, put this back in my in my sight of vision so I can find it and. It and almost boom. always works. Nice. All right. Are we on to question number three? I'm so curious to hear what your answer is going to be, Vicki. But it's, what is your favorite self-care practice? Oh, it's so simple. I'm sure you've heard that before. I really, for me, it really connects with my body when I do reflexology massage. So hand and foot massage for me is, just gets all the points. Um, so for me, that's a really, really good moment that when I go and do that, I really take care of my body. And um, taking a bath, of course, taking a bath with um, magnesium salt, mineral salts. So, you know, it's a muscle relaxant naturally. It, it helps your skin. So a hot bath, I don't know if it can depend where you're from. On top of the, the notion of the water 
washing you and your your spirit and your soul but when you're i'm from canada and during the cold winter it you learn from a child it's very soothing to get in a hot tub with warm water because you're freezing doesn't matter where you are in the house how much clothes you are it's minus 40 outside you're cold so a hot bath keeps you warm uh when even though i live in florida i take less bath of course because it's a bath outside <laughs> it's so warm but I still, it's, it's a ritual. It, it's really soothing to me. Yeah. I love with reflexology, like the, the entire body is represented in your hand. The entire body is represented in your feet. And it's something that, you know, like it's really difficult to massage your own back, but you can access all of that through, um, through your hands or through your feet. And um, I remember after I graduated from, from the university, um, the university had like these, um, uh, I don't know what they called them, like adult, adult classes that were just, you know, oh. open to the public. They were pretty cheap. And so one of my coworkers and I, we signed up for a foot reflexology class. So that was like my first exposure to it. And it was sort of, it was like every Wednesday night for either like six weeks or eight weeks or something like that. And so, um, you know, they recommended that you go with someone to, to work with. So my friend and I did it. And, you know, so every Wednesday night we were like massaging each other's feet and, um, it was just amazing to me, like how amazing the entire body would feel just by working on the feet. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously be really good at it. Like some training and skills are good, but there's, there's books out there. I'm sure there's YouTube videos out there that, um, people can learn to, uh, massage themselves. So while you're Netflixing, grab your foot and rub it or grab your hand and rub it. And, uh, yeah. Okay. I have a really good idea. This is what I used to do with my daughter when she was little. <laughs> she was my reflexologist on my feet. I used to have her rub my feet all the time. So you busy moms out there, she would just, I think I would like give her a dollar and she would write, she's probably dying if she's listening to <laughs> But she would rub my feet for me, and she was really good about it. Hands, it must have been really good. It, she was really good. She would sit there and she would rub each of my feet. We would set a time, like it was either for it was like five minutes a foot. We would watch the clock, and I would just sit there and kick back, watching whatever. And she would rub my feet. It was amazing. So there you go. Oh, <laughs> can I hire your daughter for that? I wonder what you can ask her, Julietta. I don't know that she'd rub your feet now. She's now 21. So somehow, and she knows Julietta. She might, she might kind of feel like, she might hesitate and then go, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, all right. The last question that we have, Vicki, is how do you create accountability in your life? So that's a good question. Um, at 52 years old, my temper has always been to be very responsible and I always did what I was supposed to do and always what I was expected to do. And it didn't matter if I didn't have fun, I would, you know, do what I needed to do. So now at 52, I flipped it around. I am living on pure, if I'm having, if it's fun, makes me happy, 
I do it. If not, it's not happening. So of course, you're gonna say, how does she pay her bills? Of course, I still pay my bills. But now when I pay my bills, instead of seeing it as something negative, I say, I'm so lucky. I'm, I'm blessed to be paying bills because that means I have money in the bank and it means I have a roof over my head. So the activities that were not so fun, I've associated them with a positive emotion. So basically I go through the day and try to make myself happy as much as I can live through good emotions because we know what's happening inside is going to happen outside. So that's pretty much, um, if something needs to be done at 10 and it's not happening at 10, it's no big deal. It's going to happen later. I, I'm not so strict on this. I've, I've loosened up. I was too hard on myself. I was too always beating myself up. I think the army has nothing on me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I've I've mellowed out and you know my my husband is the one that helped because he was you know perfect couple polar opposite so he was like you know you need to learn to chillax life is not only so it's my new my new style and you know what it's working well I like it and um I'm learning to do that as well I think like you um you know I grew up thinking that I had to do everything by the rules. I had to be perfect. I had to be the perfect child. I had to be the perfect student. I had, and um, it takes a toll on you always mm -hmm. trying to achieve perfection because it's impossible to ever be perfect. And, you know, when you think you need to be perfect, but you can't be perfect, then you're constantly beating yourself up for not being yeah. perfect. Yeah. And um, yeah, perfectionism is, way overrated so it's good for us to be gentle with ourselves be kind with ourselves i am so agreement and it must be because we're all over 50. <laughs> <laughs> there's something about when you hit 50 you like totally relax yeah. well remember on your birthday when we talked about like you array you get to the age of officially not giving a beep. Yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. And it's so funny because you're so right. I think, and I, and I find it interesting as I'm listening to what the both of you are saying, I think a lot of the women that we do interview on this podcast are very type A perfectionist. We feel like we always have to do everything perfect. But this last year, I have seriously learned the lesson of just do it anyways. Just imperfect perfection has been awesome this last year figuring it out from this podcast to all kinds of things in my life. I'm just not so hard on myself. It's what you just said. We're so hard on ourselves when we're younger. We really are. And um, I think it's a blessing to get older and to be able to let that go and have fun. Like Vicki just said, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that that would be a good, you know, you get asked that question, like, what would you want to say to your younger self? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself and have more fun would definitely be um, something I would want to tell. Yeah, because you create your reality. So if you decide you're miserable because of something, you decided it. I understand maybe something not fun happened, but you make the ultimate decision of being upset or letting it slide. So once you once you can get that in, it you you know the negative emotions, you just stop wash them away and replace it by something pleasant. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool. 
So are we going to our takeaways? Yes. Yeah. What's your takeaway? So I'm just going to jump in there. I'm jumping in. So my takeaway is exactly what you were just saying, Vicki, like what you put out there is your reality. And I think I need, I have, okay, do not like completely fall out of your chairs right now. I have never read any of Abraham Hicks books. I know Juliana, she's like, she is, for those of you that can't see, she almost fell out of her chair. <laughs> <laughs> I know I never have. And I believe that I will be ordering ask and it is given. That is my takeaway. I have never, and, I, and I've wanted to, and you know, we talk about books all the time in, in our interviews and, you know, now we're doing a, uh, we're doing a book club inside of our Facebook group and, um, yeah, it's going to the top of my list. I keep saying, I'll read it. I'll read, it, I'll read one and I'm going to do it. So what I'm going to commit to is book number two. So our June book for book club is going to be asking it is given. We're going to do it. Okay. That will, that will force you to read Abraham Hicks. Allison. Fine. <laughs> you heard it here first people. <laughs> so, wow. Have you watched some of, um, like YouTube videos or anything though? No, no, I haven't watched oh. any of them. I know. Oh. <laughs> I have it. I have it. And I'm going to go straight to that. That's my takeaway because they must be amazing because the book they I'm, are. I'm reading. You've never world. watched. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've been in my house for the last year. Okay. Bear with me. <laughs> I, well, you could be in your house watching Abraham Hicks YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. And just like expand. Oh, wow. That's well, my takeaway. I obviously need to speak about Abraham Hicks more to get more people on the bandwagon. Like yeah. there's some, some serious life lessons there. So, you know, and you know, in the insight timer that we always talk about, there's stuff of hers, I believe in there too. I, I have like not I've, searched for it in there, but that's good to know. I feel like I've right. seen. Yeah. All right. I am officially going to become an Abraham Hicks promoter. Awesome. All right, Vicky, what's your takeaway today? <laughs> That's it. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be YouTubing. I'm gonna take time to YouTube and not only do the book, but um because I'm like three quarters into it. Um but I'm gonna yeah, for sure. So I think too, like in the in the comments section, um we can maybe link a couple of our link a couple of my favorite Your Abraham favorite? Hicks Ooh, episodes yeah. for people awesome. to watch, listen to. Um, Cause like you can't hear it enough. And um, like I um, was saying, I was listening to Abraham Hicks before, before we started this podcast and uh, just did the you nuggets know, that are. Did you know I was going to present this book or you didn't know? It's no, I didn't know. It's synchronicity. It's <laughs> There's no coincidence, Synchronicity right? happens everywhere, all the time. And so often when we do these interviews, that kind of stuff happens. It's crazy. It's not crazy. You know how, we all know how that works, but it's just, I love seeing it like play out. It's so cool. Yeah. It's very, very cool. So and it's all, you know, we all create our reality and Abraham Hicks is very, um, very deep into how do we do, you know, it's like there is the secret kind of like, you know, your thoughts create, um, but it's, 
it's much more than that and much deeper than that. And um, Abraham Hicks can definitely help you get there. And if we want to get back into the field of health, because this is what I do, this is where hypnotism comes in, comes in because some people you can do on the outside, everything that's right, but the coding in the brain is so strong. The thought pattern, the energy that they emit constantly is, you know, if I'm not in pain, I'm dead. It's because I'm dead because they've been aching for so long when I, some people you ask them, they say, let's say I ask them, are you better? They're like, I don't know. So I'm like, you're not better if you answer. I've been in pain so long, I have no idea what my body would feel like. And these are very good candidates where you start changing, you do sessions and you start changing the brain pattern. How would it feel if you had no pain? They actually have to stop and think and analyze. And what would you do? And they can't like they're caught by surprise because the coding so it goes back to the thought process how important that is so health is a package the health is the thought it's the body it's the food it's so many things yep yep all right any final thoughts before we close out no lots of information in this episode so i want to say thank you to vicky for joining us and and sharing all your wonderful nuggets with us and i want to say thank you to our audience for joining us and if you like what you heard if you enjoyed our show please share it with your friends please subscribe to our youtube channel Please subscribe to, you can find us on um, all the podcast mediums, iTunes, um, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. We're everywhere. So subscribe us, like us, review us, share us. We appreciate that greatly. Um, All the tidbits of information that we put um, in the show will be in the comments or in the show notes if you're watching this or listening to this on a podcast. And... uh, Thank you all for being here, and I wish you all a magical day. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a blessed day.